love you. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes, to another riveting episode of the Batman Playlist. Uh, episode that I feel uh, maybe quite controversy, given my feelings, but we'll find out. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Here we are again on Green and Faceless on the Couch. Woo! Yeah, a podcast about movies and TV. We're here again with our our bat dad, Michael Keaton, and his bat dad... Um, who, I forgot the guy who played Alfred. Oh, now I feel bad. Uh, Michael Goff, a Tim Burton regular. He um got gets much more of a role in this, and I'm happy for that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's nicer. It's definitely nicer. Uh, uh but that's one of the few it, things that's nicer. In in my honest opinion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Should we just jump right back in? To the synopsis yeah, of this movie? You know, I guess to give it a little bit of backstory first. Uh, personal backstory. I watched mm-hmm. this a lot more as a kid than I did the first one. I think the Joker was too scary for me as a kid, so me and my brother probably didn't watch it as much, but we definitely watched this one a lot. I remember oh, seeing yeah, it a lot. Oh yeah, we watched this one a lot too. And as a kid, I remembered really liking it. Uh-huh. Rewatching it, not for the first time in probably a decade, I... Uh, it went downhill. It went downhill quite a lot since the last time I've seen this film. So uh, I'll let you go ahead and dive into the synopsis. I just wanted to give that brief okay. uh, personal personal <laughs> feelings about it. I see. I see. Okay. Well, uh, so Gotham, Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that part. There is another legacy character in uh, the old money of Gotham. And uh, that is the Penguin, Oswald Cobblepot. In this version, his parents, Pee Wee Herman, (laughs) and uh, who who else was it? (laughs) It was just a cameo, really. Uh, Yeah, I don't even remember who it was. (laughs) But they... uh, Uh, Diane Salinger. Okay, yeah. (laughs) They take (laughs) him down to the river and dump him in along with his pram as a baby because they don't want to deal with him and he is deformed. He has flippers for hands. Just a, just a, uh, he has a thumb and an index finger and then his three fingers are fused together. And, and when I say yes. a flipper, that's just what they call it here. Obviously, I, I wouldn't just go around the street and say, oh, I, I like your... Yeah. The flipper there, you're sorry. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they 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 play with that a lot, and I actually thought that part at least was a little interesting, like how he uses that to um, later manipulate the people of Gotham, but I'm getting ahead of myself. <clears throat> he grows up in the sewers with uh, penguins. Um, because there's an old (laughs) aquarium down there for some reason. Honestly, I think that is a part of, uh, Batman lore is like under the city, there's all this old, like wonderland infrastructure stuff. Yeah. Some other old city. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I do want to say that I, I I saw that no penguins were harmed in the making of this film. They, That's uh, good. They apparently went way out of their way to make these penguins as comfortable as possible, including keeping the set super fucking cold so that poor Michelle Pfeiffer in her latex oh, no. costume was pretty much freezing for eight hours a day. Oh, God. But the penguins are fine. The penguins are fine. <laughs> Tall pond women were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> um, so the penguin, he one day decides to kidnap Max Shrek, played by Christopher Watkins. And yes. um, he, uh, my wife said, it is strange how the white hair makes him look so much younger and <laughs> i was like yeah and also he's 30 years um right <laughs> that does it too but he uh is a some kind of tycoon industrialist uh owns a department store brand and that kind of thing and uh it ha- has a a pretty rough reputation as being a bully uh to get his way and stuff like that Basically, he uses that to influence as much as he can in the political structure of Gotham. In fact, he's uh, good friends with the mayor, played by Michael Murray. I don't remember... Uh, Michael Murphy. Michael Murphy, thank you, not Michael Murray. Um, and the, the character's name, I don't remember if they actually gave the mayor's name. I don't think so. Um, Anyhow, I guess the novelization gave him a name, the name of Roscoe Jenkins, but I don't think the movie. So I can find it. While he is personal friends with the mayor, I I think he can't get him to sign off on certain things that he wants him to do, and uh, eventually, Max convinces the Penguin to. run for mayor after doing some heroic deeds to win over the public. That is the plot (laughs) of the movie, basically. And uh, Bruce, when he first sees the Penguin on TV, along with mostly everybody else, is like, wow, I hope he... The Penguin claims he wants to find his parents. And uh, he's like, wow, I hope he finds his parents. But then, being who Bruce is, he does get and uh, in, invested in his own thoughts and starts tearing <laughs> apart the the Penguin's story and um, figures out that he's the leader of the gang that has been disrupting Gotham lately. I can't remember what the gang's <clears throat> name is, but it's a bunch of, bunch of carnival uh... characters. Yeah, Wikipedia tells me it's Red Triangle Circus Gang. Gotcha. Very uh, strong name there. Yes, they didn't want to go for (laughs) rings because that would be cliche. Yeah, exactly. Yes. (laughs) The Red Ring Circus Gang. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's, uh, Tim Burton didn't want to make another one. Uh, I don't know if Michael Keaton was interested, but, you know, they threw Michael Keaton a buttload of money. So, of course, he came back. And then Tim Curry came back when Tim Curry, geez, Tim Burton came back <laughs> when they uh, offered him, you know, more creative control. You know, it would be more of his film. There was more money, more freedom. Go do what you want. And uh, I guess Tim Curry 
damn, why do I keep doing that? It's not Tim Curry. Uh, I guess Tim Burton, <laughs> he said that he'll also come back if they ditch Sam Hamm, the, the writer of the last one, and they bring in a writer that he was interested in, uh, Daniel Waters. Daniel Waters did uh, this movie called Heather uh, Heathers. Uh, it's it's Christian Slater. Heather's is an interesting movie. That is a very interesting movie. Well, secret review of Heather's. Yeah, because I because like I I can't remember where I watched it, but like I don't think I watched it in the best of circumstances because it doesn't ring a familiar good bell. Heather's does mm. uh, doesn't, but uh, I don't know. It's th- there's something about Batman Returns that coming back to it. I, it was mostly the script that bothered me also. You know, it's it's like I remember Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman and loving her, but her origin story yeah. is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's almost like, and I've seen the Hal Berry Catwoman film too. It's it's just as uh, bad as that. They just like, they took they took these two characters and made them a lot more literal than I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm used to them being interpreted as, anyways. Uh, as we have seen in film anyways, the interpretation of the video- villains have been quite literal so far. Yeah. So it is keeping with that trend. Uh, so Michelle Pfeiffer has nine lives, apparently. Yeah, um, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, she gets, uh, this is spoilers, but it's very early in the movie and a very old movie. She finds out that Max Shrek is doing something, but she really didn't seem all that concerned about it. Really. She's his assistant slash secretary. That's in contention for some reason. And she gets shoved by Max out the window. And uh, (laughs) she gets... The movie wants to portray to you that she gets saved by these alley cats that come and scratch and bite her. But really, she got saved by the four awnings that she fell through. You know, they they yeah, okay. they, they slowed down her her fall. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it's a but good scene. Goes, Don't get me wrong. Her, yeah, getting, she, <laughs> her getting pushed out, and then like all the cats coming to her. I do like it, but it makes no fucking sense. No, no. Because it's it like doesn't. when she when she sits back up, I'm like, is she supposed to be up? Like, what's happening here? Like, there was no transference of like magic or like yeah. does she have cat powers now that's, like it's that's it's very confusing I always picked up as a kid and i feel like that that is there for you to pick up if you want to pick it up that way but i also feel like there is this other level of it where those awnings saved her life and she just <laughs> very badly concussed which i feel like that scene when she comes home that's pretty good. I've seen some concussed people, and it is not right. pretty. Uh, in fact, yeah, she, she probably she does, does a great a job. More prettier than more prettier, more pretty. That's right. Prettier. I think well, prettier, prettier is a word. Yeah, prettier is the word. <laughs> <laughs> she does it better. <laughs> she does. I mean, her acting in general is great. Like everybody yeah. does do a good job like there's not a single individual that really sticks out as doing a bad job you know everybody's doing a very hammy comic booky performance and it works really well for the the atmosphere that tim burton's trying to to you know supply here but it's the script it's the script that really just bothers me because 
Yeah, yeah for too. one, I even though I love Danny DeVito as the penguin, I hate penguin. It, that character <sighs> yeah, is such a really sleazy, yeah. disgusting dick. Like his treatment of women is just awful and it's so yeah. present it's more prevalent than i even remembered as a kid oh i was watching 100%. it this time he would he would just keep throwing out lines i'm just like oh ew, come on but i like, think that that really kind of shows how prevalent that type of character was in media when we were growing up like yeah there's a lot of people like that it felt normal that people I mean, would even say stuff like that. the physical design alone is present in like four other Tim Burton projects. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot of characters that look the exact same as Penguin. That's probably true. Well, his like his stop motion stuff. It's all a reference. It's all a reference to this. His favorite movie he ever produced, Batman yeah, Returns. Oh man, I remembered it being so fucking good as a kid, and I think yeah, a lot of it was just was because like when, they, when they had the one. action scenes, it's it's great. The action scenes are super um, yeah. entertaining, and you know, seeing Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, she does a great damn job. Yeah, like, that character is kind of menacing when she's coming at you, and and occasionally also uh, uh, flirtatiously intimidating. Right. So right. it's just like. I think it kind of... So, Michelle Pfeiffer does an amazing job with it. But the script really kind of focuses, I think, too much on the sexualization of the character. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Even her costume is just... It's just a bunch of stitched up... Like, she takes a very small dress and apparently makes a full body suit out of it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Like... Yeah, she must have found some other lever. It, it was even surprising to me that she pulled that out of the closet because I would not imagine her character having a dress like that. The character no, that she was portraying really. before, at least. It's it's yeah. it was like bef- long before she worked with Shrek, back when she was like twenty one and first going to clubs, and then, yeah. she, <laughs> then she got too sick one night and hung it up in the closet. and was like never again. <laughs> i can't be this kind of girl it's not not my lifestyle <laughs> i gotta get up for work in the morning uh man uh i i do like the character that she was before the accident but i, I just i feel like watching it this time while the change between selena before the accident i say accident before the attempted murder and after it's still that it still is the same character i feel like everything that michelle pfeiffer does is very well justified it's not that she has magic cat powers i I feel right even though the movie almost presents it that way and especially at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, that by the way, um, fun fact: the the Catwoman standing up at the very last shot. Spoilers, sorry, but the uh, one looking at the bat signal. It wasn't. It wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer. It was body uh, level. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of figured maybe. Yeah, she had already left. I guess because um, I, I guess they presented it to producers without that shot. Uh, and the producers were like, nope, no way you're killing Catwoman. You're not, you, you can't do that. And they were just like, alright, we'll, we'll do one reshoot. We'll throw in a body double, we'll make her put on this latex costume. 
And that, that costume, by the way, to give Michelle Pfeiffer props, because I just want to give her a lot of props. I love her Catwoman. It's great. Yeah. Uh, she had to be, like, super powdered up and, like, wedged in that suit. There's no other fucking way she can get in that suit. Like, Eesh. it is, yeah. like, I'm, I'm just assuming. I don't know if that's exactly what they yeah. had to do. But, but some I'm just people like, like that, you know. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I'm sure she <laughs> had a blast because it looked great on her. But, like, like it's just to give her props again, that studio is freezing because they have to yeah. keep the penguins happy. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I, I, you know, Ipa d- should b- better have given them, like, a kudos certificate or something like that. Some. You know, way to hold up your penguin actors over the people on set. That it was good of you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Batman's warm, though. Batman's warm as fuck under that thick-ass oh, yeah. well, they gave him a, They gave him a bit of a better suit. He has a, yes, he I has do more agree. Turnability. Yes, it doesn't look like he's. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, not not a perfectly, little bit, but not a little very bit. much, but enough to make it not look like he is looking with his chest. The most yeah. amazing thing is he can rip his mask off and it takes his makeup away too. Yes, it's funny. That it's was great. quite good. Um, I also <laughs> like that he just ripped the mask off like he has a, a billion dollars or something. I also like that he does it in front of two bad guys. Yeah, right? It's like... <laughs> Bro Swain, why are you dressed up like Batman? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Good shit, man. That's, that's the thing. As much as I do... Uh, as much coming back to this, I found that I hated this movie more. It still is fun. It still does have a lot of good moments. Uh, you know, Max Shrek, that's a, it's a reference to Nosferatu, the actor who played Nosferatu. Uh, well, I don't remember what the character's name is in Nosferatu, but it's not Nosferatu, but. The, well, the, it was basically guy. a rip on Dracula. It might have been Dracula, but I. It, 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 yeah. It, it is Count Something, I'm sure. But yeah, Max Shrek was the actor's name. And so that's a nice little reference for, uh, you know, somebody like Tim Burton with his little horror styled atmosphere for Gotham. That was. And I, and I don't think he was a character in uh, DC Comics before, mm. so like, is he yeah, now? brand brand new villain for a for a movie? So that's a bold choice. Yeah, for sure. Max Shrek. I want to. I kind of want to know. No, they don't even have a a hyperlink on Wikipedia for Max Shrek. He's not important. Oh, and here's one. Okay, but that's for the actor Max Shrek. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I mean, there's not. Uh, gosh, I don't. I'm I don't sure there's just, like, more to say. It. You could definitely say that. See that there was more budget for this movie for uh, for the right. sequel from the first frame. You could see that there's more people. There's more stunts going on. There's a bunch of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of that. And uh, like you said, the action scenes are are pretty tight. <laughs> When the Batmobile just stops, is stuck at a dead end, lifts itself up on this oh, round yeah. thing, and swivels around. Me that and my wife funny. were just laughing. So uh, yeah, I love I love the Batmobile's goofiness in this, but it, that also reminded me, uh, Batman's kill count pretty high in this movie. Yeah. I didn't I didn't personally count, but there's literally a guy that he like attaches TNT to. And pushes backwards into this like uh, enclosed area, 
and the guy just like looks down, sees the TT, looks up at Batman. Batman just smiles and like, and then he just you have the shot of him walking away, and there's just an explosion in the background. It's like, yeah, the fuck, Batman! Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> holy shit. Well, he hasn't learned yet, and and you know, I guess I do also like there's a, there's a tiny bit of continuity with uh with Batman's love interest from the last one. You know, Vicky Vale is not in this movie. But Batman is suffering from that a lot in this film. Uh, he's going a lot. Uh, he he's suffering heavily from you know like loneliness, uh, specifically because right. he's not in a relationship. So that's why when Catwoman comes out, Batman's a little confused. You know, he's just like, "Well, do I hit this woman or do I make out with her? Like, what do I got to do here? <laughs> is she a vigilante uh, like me, or is she?" Uh, doing something yeah and Catwoman's not really that much of a, a thief in this movie i would say it's all about the vengeance story and i thought about it and and weren't and i don't know if we will ever watch the holly berry Catwoman movie i will say that i have watched <laughs> it more times than i wish to admit to but oh, no. <laughs> the, uh, her storyline in this is basically the same story as in that Catwoman movie. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just as bad. It and just has a little bit more not, of a Tim Burton flair. Right. Right. But it's like I don't think that ever happened in the comic books. Where are they coming up with this story? That they it used twice. Uh, yeah, the, the that Catwoman movie is supposed to be in this universe, in this Batman universe. So it's it's just the exact same origin story. It's just they flushed it out into a full film. Like they were supposed to get Michelle Pfeiffer back for it, but she did not want to. Uh, and so I think after like years in production hell, then they just like redid the whole film, but with Halle Berry and, the, and a new director and everything. Well, the costume I like better. I actually don't mind this costume, but I like Halle Berry's costume. It's a bad movie though. Secret review of Catwoman. I I don't remember Hal Berry's. I I think I only remember Hal Berry's costume because it's sleazy, right? Like isn't she I mean, a it, lot? It's it's Catwoman before the last ten years, Greg. So yes. <laughs> yeah, she's literally just wearing a bra top with like two belts and in pants. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> Make us watch it, Couch Potatoes. Uh, go to patreon.com slash green and faceless. Sign up for our tiers. Look into that. And uh, force us to watch the Halle Berry costume, uh, the movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad person. <laughs> and so am I. Because, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say that it lived in a nightstand next to my bed along with the portable dvd player i'm not gonna say that <laughs> but you're not, not so did okay but either. i'm also not gonna say that several other movies live there too okay yeah porkies <laughs> no i know i honestly dude i feel like it i don't know if if park if porkies wouldn't have turned me off from watching dirty movies i don't know what would Right. <clears throat> yeah. It didn't turn me off, but it uh, it has as an adult. So <laughs> going yes. back, oh my god, I still can't believe we watched Porky's for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, what did you do to us? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, let's do our closing statements. I think we can do it now. We vamped yeah. enough. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'll still be kind to this film. Be- uh, you know, I still enjoy it. I still think it has a lot of fun, uh, fun flair at least. It, it's right. not as campy as it's about to get because it, it can, it's going to get cr- camp- like crazier and oh, campier yeah. from here. But it, it's definitely getting there. Um, even though I like that, you know, Tim Burton had more creative control. It seemed like he might have needed a little bit of guidance because that script, you know, it probably needed a couple more drafts. Like it was close, but yeah. hey, it's it's just I don't know. It's not it's not enough. I give it two and a half stars. I I do enjoy the acting. I I love the villains of this. Uh, I don't love the penguin anymore. Um, I still right. I like his villainous plot. I like that that Moses, you know, trying to to annihilate the firstborn child of of everybody from Gotham, like. That's a pretty sinister and, and crazy, goofy plot. So, like, it, it kind of yes. works. And, boy, I don't know. It's just, it's always fun to see Michael Keaton as Batman. And, you know, hopefully we get him yeah, back. Yeah. DCU has been hinting that, you know, he'll be back for Batgirl, which is supposed to come out next year. As well as The Flash. I don't know if they're going to go further with The Flash due to Ezra Miller's issues. Yeah, but... recent troubles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I don't know if they're going forward with Batgirl any longer because that was a Josh Whedon project, so who knows if those projects are still happening. But well, if we can get Michael Keaton back, I'm here for it because I love Michael Keaton as I, Batman, and I'm kind of sad that he, we only got two of those films. I would be so happy if either of those movies came out. Um, you know, obviously, it's okay. We can recast people. This is allowed to be done. Let's just look at the Batman series here the next movie we're gonna watch was supposed to star michael keaton but right. it doesn't <laughs> nope they didn't even get tim burton back for that no they sure didn't uh well th- that might not be the next movie we watch but it is the next yeah. live action movie we watch for the playlist <clears throat> yeah next next week we're coming out you know, with my fate one of my faves i'm hoping it holds up because i haven't seen it since i was a child either but you know what? I remember renting this movie several times and only ever making it through the first half. I don't know. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I always felt like I was missing something. I felt now I always I'm felt nervous. like I was missing something from the the series. Like I was like, oh, maybe I need to watch the whole series to get this. Oh but no! Now I'm nervous. Maybe it doesn't hold up. Oh well, I was. It was also. It uh, what I think what I didn't realize about it was that uh, the animated series was in these short bursts of like you know uh, rising action climax quick fall. Um, this was a big long movie. I just felt like maybe it didn't hold my attention because I it was harder to hold my attention than <laughs> what I was true. Kid. That's true indeed. Well, we can only hope. What are your yes. uh, What are your closing thoughts on Batman Returns? Oh yes, uh, Batman Returns. I give it a face. I, uh, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia I have for this movie, but it has been marred um, by my adult rewatch. I will say that it is mostly to deal with the Penguin, which I think is a shame because I really think Danny DeVito's acting was really good. It's just. Yeah the the script the, the uh well, but he might have had some of the hand in some of those jokes because his earlier comedy was pretty pretty raunchy 
it still is fairly <laughs> raunchy, but it's not as um, demeaning towards towards women as as his older comedy was. And I and you know that just shows that he has grown as our as our community is growing. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. So I I do like pretty much everybody's acting in this except for Chip, who <laughs> I don't remember who plays Chip, but he is Max Shrek's son. And uh, oh, what it's all right. for, according to Max Shrek. I can't, for some reason, I remember Max Shrek sacrificing his son. It, it, it kind of does happen. at the beginning, because uh, there's that like person yeah. that like goes, is this, I think he goes to assassinate Shrek, and then his son like jumps in, and he's like, run, dad, go for it. And then he's just like, no, son, I won't leave you. And he's like, dad, run. And he's like, okay and then he just walks away <laughs> yes i do remember that and i and i felt like oh and i i felt justified in this false memory i was like oh okay that's setting up that he like you know lets him fall off a ledge or something like that right but that does not happen in this movie i don't know where i got yeah, that son, in fact he sacrifices himself about. for chip he says he says no I, you, you, your beef is with me it's not really with my firstborn son so, yeah. you know, I'm the one who betrayed you. So just take me and the pay and Danny DeVito, you know, fails the charisma test. So <laughs> yeah, they're right. like the, the villains just get jumbled up in this because it's like it, you feel like the penguin has this grandmaster plan. But then at the same time, he doesn't seem like he's smart enough for it. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then Shrek also just seems even confused, like where if he's the leader, like if he's if he's in charge at times, if he's not in charge at times, like th- there's just too much going yeah. on with the villains. Like, oh, also, I never quite understood why the Catwoman was so pissed off from that first encounter with Batman that she felt like she had to gang up with the Penguin to yeah. kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I even I, I, I even sent that. you. Uh, I sent you a text halfway through watching the film because they, that when they team up, right. when when the Catwoman comes to the Penguin and is like, we need to work together to get rid of Batman. Uh, <laughs> it's a PG thirteen film, right? Let me get this straight. Let me make yes. sure it's PG thirteen. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure Fine. it is. Yes, it's PG thirteen, but dude, that okay. was a, yeah. a pretty wide range. You could get away with quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was 1992. Uh, fun fact, actually, it came out June 19th, 1992. So when you call this an old film, I just want you to. Oh know. my god, this was on my birthday. Yep, yeah, it was released on your birthday. Uh, so Holy remember shit. that. Remember the that day when you call I it was an old birthed. film. <laughs> like the literal well it is i mean it's almost exactly 30 years old <laughs> that's Shit, not old you're old. not old i'm but fucking old for, for a movie if i were a, movie, a film i'd be old and you know what some films have more polymers than i do okay <laughs> so i I must be pretty old. Who knows when that, right. this will all fall apart? It's you okay. Just, you never know. We all grow old. It's okay. I'm old. I'm I'm over my shelf life. But yeah, in in being a PG thirteen movie, when th- when those two team up, there is a line that I texted you because I thought it was hilarious because I was imagining all the parents in the theaters bringing their kids to watch this movie, thinking it was just going to yeah. be like a you know a cheesy Batman film with maybe a couple horror scenes. And then the then the penguin walks into his apartment, 
and the Catwoman is laying on his bed, and he he says something along the lines of "just the pussy I was looking for." Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just remember I like texted you a picture of parents. I was well, it wasn't a picture; it was emojis. I'm I'm one of those old millennial kids who uh, who speaks mostly in emoji when I text. But I was just like the parents, <laughs> just the heads exploding. <laughs> Just yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> My kid just heard that. <laughs> I want to know how many people yes. were just like absolutely pissed off by that line. Well, they did bring their kid to a PG-13 movie, so you can't buy your own ticket unless you're 13 years old. Joke's on them. No. Joke's on them. Same with fucking Deadpool, you idiots. And with that, <laughs> I think that's our show. <laughs> indeed it is i am the green traveler from gorge and i am the faceless leon thank you so much for listening safe travels and good night green and faceless on the couch is a proud production of fiction works 19 are you a fan of the show feel free to contact us at green and faceless fans at gmail.com or visit our patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.